Hello, this is Pastor Becca Bateman of Doylestown Presbyterian Church. As our podcast audience continues to grow, I want to thank our loyal listeners and welcome those who may have just recently found us. We know that life can quickly become so busy, so this podcast offers an on-the-go opportunity to hear Sunday's sermon, along with a scripture lesson from that day's lay leader or preacher. We also encourage you to visit our website at dtownpc.org to learn more about our church and all the diverse ministries. Thank you for tuning in. Our lesson this morning comes from the Gospel according to Luke. As I mentioned to you last week, uh, Luke is known as the physician, the one who has the keen eye for little details that happen during the story the birth of our Savior. Throughout Christendom, people will be lingering with Luke all the way through Christmas. So listen again as I read to you these familiar words from the second chapter, beginning at verse 8. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And this is the word of the Lord. Pray with me, please. Gracious God, as we continue to move through this season of waiting and anticipation, as we have entered this sanctuary to praise you, enter the sanctuary of each heart here this morning. And once again, we ask that you quiet, quiet everything within us except your voice. Amen. I think I have finally arrived as your transitional pastor. I was offered and invited to do something very special, and I humbly accepted the offer. This year, I get to be the angel Gabriel on the bridge during the drive-through nativity. The biggest challenge is to see if I will fit into the white gown that John Willingham wore. I'm told I have a halo and wings. It should make for an interesting time. I've been practicing. Hark, hark, hark. Tis the season for angels. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe 
in angels. According to a recent Gallup poll, seven out of 10 Americans believe in angels. That number may shrink after they see me on the bridge. <laughs> the season of angels. Do you know that angels appear more than 300 times in the Bible? The great reformer John Calvin included them in his study called The Institutes. Do you believe in angels? Tis the season. And nothing is more profound than at this time of the year, especially in the gospel according to Luke. For in that region, there were shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all about them, and they were terrified. And the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will see a babe wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. Now I don't know what was more surprising to those shepherds. The appearance of an angel or the notion that God would come to us as an innocent little infant born in Bethlehem and laid in a manger. Angels. One of the best preachers of our time, Barbara Brown Taylor, used her creative imagination and called Christmas God's most daring plan. A daring plan. And so she had this image of God calling together all of his top angels in heaven and disclosing to them the plan that he had in mind. And they listened very carefully. They were very quiet. Especially when he told them he would come to earth as a baby and he would be placed in a manger. Finally, the senior angel, who spoke on behalf of all of them, said, well, that really, that, that's some plan, God. But we have some concerns. What are, you, what are your concerns? Well, if you go there as a baby, you're vulnerable. Human beings can do anything they want to you. We think you need some emergency plans. Like what, said God? Well, for example, why don't you go as sort of a magical baby? So if things got really sticky, you could just blink and you would be invisible. Or you might have the power to just 
hurl some lightning bolts at a few folks. That would get everybody's attention and keep you safe. You need some type of plan to keep you safe. And God said, no, I have my heart set on this. I'm, I'm going as a baby, and I hope that they will love me. And so they all started to applaud and clap. Who's going to disagree with God? And while they were clapping, God quietly turned and walked away. And he took off and shed the glorious gowns. And when those gowns hit the bottom of, of, of the floor of heaven, the, the heaven opened. And the angels peered through that opening. And they saw a hillside dotted with sheep and shepherds in the middle. And the senior angel, in a voice that he wanted to be comforting, said, don't be afraid. For unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior. He's the Messiah. He is the Lord. And he has come to save his people. And as the angel spoke those words, you could hear the cry of a newborn baby. And all the angels started to sing. Do you believe in angels? Fleming Rutledge carefully reminds us that in the Bible, angels are not these cute little things. They're not decorations. They're not someone you call on when you can't find a parking spot on Main Street in Doylestown. That's not the purpose of an angel. You see, angels point us to God. Angels call our attention to God, and they always give God the glory. Do you want to know how you can realize if you're in the presence of an angel? If they point you to God and they give God the glory, you've probably bumped into an angel. Angels all around us. Messengers sent from God to tell us how much we are loved, especially when we feel unlovable. Angels. Now, as I look around here, I don't see more than a dozen or so that have a halo over their head this morning. I don't see any wings. But you are an angel. You see, angels call out the angel that is within us. And there is an angel inside of each one of you this morning.
angels tell the message of God. Sometimes they tell that message through doing a wonderful deed of mission. Like your mission market and your code blue and your community mill. They call attention to God. Some point us to God through music or through a song. Others do it by just being present with a kind word. Someone just like Davy. Davy is a character in the true story of severe mercy. It's a story of a young couple, a young couple that are deeply in love, but they only care about themselves, and they only care about their careers. They've never given a thought that God might be present and might even be in their lives. Now, they never give God a thought. Well, they go off together to study at Oxford University in England. And there, for the very first time, they meet some young people their own age, and all of them are committed Christians. They sort of just laugh it off at first. <laughs> a savior? <laughs> born in a manger. But their friends continue to care for them. And this young couple comes under the influence of a professor by the name of C.S. Lewis. And they spend time together. They ask questions. They talk about life's experiences. And before you know it, these two now become committed Christians. And Davy, that's her name. It's kind of a different name for her. But Davy is extremely engaged in her faith. But then the story turns sad. Davy is diagnosed with a terminal illness. And she spends the last weeks and days of her life in a bed in a hospital. And during that time, her husband writes, Davy did everything the doctors asked of her. Everything, except she wouldn't stay in her bed at night, she would hear someone crying in a room down the hall. She would hear someone turning and tossing. And so she would leave her bed and go to their room. And the nurses found her so many times in the middle of the night, which can be the hardest, sitting by patients just holding their hand, and sometimes just rubbing it on top, often praying for them, 
but always telling them how much God loved them and how beautiful they were in God's eyes. And they were just perfect the way they were. She told them that even in this time, God was with them. He said people would go into the room to cheer her up, including, including C.S. Lewis. And they always left more cheerful and with a deeper faith because of Davy. After she died, her husband reflected upon that experience. And he tried to make sense of it. He said that he received so many letters, dozens and dozens of letters of patients who were in the hospital at the same time as Davy. And each one told how she came quietly to just be there and hold their hand. We said, you know, every single one of them at the end said, I don't know how she did it because she was dying too. The only answer is, she must have been an angel. Do you believe in angels? I hope you do because you are an angel. As I look around here, I see a lot of flurry of angels. There's angel dust everywhere around here. Messengers from God. There's an angel inside of you. So if you come upon someone who needs a friend, you, you be that friend. If you know someone is hurting and worried and anxious, you be there for them and just listen with care and tenderness. You just go and be an angel. Just as God used the angel to tell the shepherds and God used Davy, God wants to use you. And it seems to me that if we had more angels on earth, it might feel more like heaven. You are an angel. So get out there. All you angels of Doylestown Presbyterian Church, you get out there and you flutter your wings. Amen and amen. Thank you again for joining us today. Once again, I invite you to check out dtownpc.org for information about our worship and programming for all ages.